You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. Sticking with our swing miss series. Mythbusters. Miss, myth, Mythbusters. Miss, miss busters. Wow. Mythbusters. All right. We see this one quite a lot. We see it a lot in person uh, because we can actually measure it, right? It's the idea associated with, all right, I'm going to hit it farther. So I'm going to wind up as far as I can humanly wind up, as far as my body will let me wind up in the backswing. And then that will be like this amazing rubber band of coil and torque, just a tornado of rotation coming through the downswing that'll just send the ball into the deep blue yonder. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that what happens? Never. <laughs> it never happens, actually. And uh, these are the same people that also are trying to get maximum open and impact, which is fairly comical in a one-second movement or actually point two because you've already wound up at the top and and we're picking on these people because we pick on ourselves and everybody Constantly. everybody is a target and these are the same people who um totally lost my train of thought uh, the ones that are trying to get open the most on the backswing oh uh, turn yeah and these are the same people that most often are sitting at a desk 50 60 hours a week Oh yeah, that's a good point. We we made this point with one of the guys we had come in. I think he was seventy degrees, seventy three, seventy three, on the backswing pelvis rotation, hip turn, seventy three degrees. We have pros in our database that have won multiple tournaments whose shoulders are seventy three degrees turned in the top of the backswing. Okay, so this is just a normal, you know, think about a forty five year old guy works for a living, probably sits at a desk. Mm -hmm. He's got. Well, his first comment was, why am I so closed at impact? Well, that's what, that's what everybody sees on video, right? We, when you film your swing, you <laughs> fast forward through the impact and see what it looks like. Does it have shaft lean? What's am, my impact? Am I open? <laughs> you know? And of course, he wasn't open. Everything. Shoulders were shut. I don't know, 15, 16 degrees, I think they were. Hips were about a, a few degrees open. And the effort level that he was expending in the downswing to turn all of that was, it. I mean, a lot of vitamin A in there. A lot of vitamin A. So he goes. Advil. Yeah, he goes, uh, all right, I got it, I got it. I just need to turn more. Like, yeah. okay, why don't you try it? Yeah. I mean, this went on for 10 minutes. No, I got it, I got it. I was like, you're still closed. I mean, you're not. I was like, listen, man, we got to cut this backswing turn on. No, I'm going to lose too much power, right? That's yeah. what everybody thinks. Which kind of, it, it, it touches on the last podcast with, you know, or the first one actually in this series with the, with the speed going into the top of the swing. Mm -hmm. Like 
we feel so many golfers feel speed in that transition. And that's they, where they get their momentum and they don't maintain, they feel that bounce of the club, that rebounding effect and associate that as speed. You know, just because the lag of the golf swing is moving so fast that we feel things way after they happen. Like no one has ever felt impact <laughs> balls long gone before you ever feel vibrations coming up the shaft. But you know, it's that bounce around that we associate with speed and take the bounce around away. Ooh, I don't have any speed now. I lost my train of thought because I got laughing. I remember teaching a guy in Shreveport where I used to work. Pretty good swing with his irons. The driver's swing literally would bounce off his back. Yeah. That was, that's the, that's the, I've the seen worst that case once, of this I've ever once, seen. Once before, too. He's like, I'm casting it. I was yeah. like, you ain't casting it, dude. This thing's trampolining <laughs> off your back. <laughs> oh, shoot. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. So what should happen? Let's talk about the timing involved with this first because we've, we've oh, talked yeah. about this before. So okay, 72 degrees rotated with the pelvis mm-hmm. in the backswing. I think his shoulder turn, and to his credit, his shoulder turn was another 50 on top of that. So he had a massive shoulder turn, but uh, 100% unplayable. Exactly right. So, you know, it's got to be playable. You, you, you don't develop speed by – slamming yourself to the end of range of motion in the backswing, bouncing the club everywhere, and then thinking you're going to recover from that in any amount of time that's available to you in the downswing. Yeah, so very, it's, it's, it's hard to wrap your head around sometimes unless you get on a force plate. But when you make that super um, big hip turn, mm-hmm. you're actually turning your pelvis really flat and you're not able to ramp up these forces in the ground. And we've seen it a million times. We've got force plates now, one for each foot. And we call it barber pole and the, the forces. They just kind of stay straight up and down. And when you, you're actually giving up speed. You're having to overuse everything else because you're not able to use the hips and the pelvis and push on the ground correctly at the right time when you do that massive terms. You're actually giving up club head speed in an attempt to get more. It sounds counterintuitive, but everything else in the game is too. Well, to, to that point, the golf swing, right, having a ball on the ground and hitting it with a stick is not conducive to you rotating your best. If no. you were going to rotate your best, you'd just stand straight up and twist. Yeah, it's an angled turn. Right? So the golf swing at setup has a built-in governor on how much you can rotate. It should. It should because you have tilt to your pelvis, your shoulders, spine, everything's tilted. So there's not an unlimited range of motion and there's not really a very high end range of motion unless you can separate the shoulders from the chest, which is not available to a lot of humans, right? So that there's a reason that kind of 40, 45 ish range is where you see most good players kind of fall in because they're maintaining their tilts as they turn. When you start maxing out that turn, you have to, to give up those tilts and then you know, then you open the gates to all kinds of things that you don't want on the downswing. Yeah, we're lucky enough to have, I think we have over a billion dollars now in our tour database, and we've talked about it before, obviously. But, you know, the the thing that we, we've we able to utilize that for is, like, you come up with these windows that great golf is played in, right? You, you mm-hmm. just you – just, patterns emerge, you know, the, the, the great golfers, success leaves clues. There's a hundred ways you can say it, but – you don't see anybody on tour playing with 73 degrees of hip turn on the back swing because it's not playable. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's an exception. And there's there's one guy that I'm thinking of that turns him quite a bit, but he's physically he's a freak. And it's not, you know, he does other things in his swings that no other golfer does. So yeah, those outliers. So to point at him and say, well, he does it, mm. you have to step over 1,500 other great players that don't do it. Yeah. You know, it's like. You can do that with anything. Yeah, you can become a millionaire by playing the lottery. Exactly. That's, that's a way to do it. Yeah. It's, it's not how outlier. most millionaires get to be millionaires. It's not a smart way to go about right. it either. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not, yeah. So, you know, it can leads. happen, but you're going to be an outlier. And, you know, to, to that whole thing about great players, it's like, okay, well, you know, we know that we'd like to have the pelvis some degree open at impact, right, in the, tor- in the torso start to rotate. Correct. Well, if you have, let, let's say you've got, 90 degrees total that you can rotate. The human can rotate 90 degrees in, in a, in a one second motion or, or, or a 0.25. Cause yeah, a little bit, le- a little bit less than a quarter, about 0.22 seconds. Well, we know McElroy probably has some of the fastest pelvis motion, right? The speed mm-hmm. that he can turn his hips. So if you're trying to get 45 degrees open with your hips at impact, which that's a number that people kind of know, cause it's been thrown around mm-hmm. a million times. But you're 70 degrees or 72 degrees closed on the backswing. Mm-hmm. You're I'm trying not, you're to not gonna ask cover me to do this math, are you? Yeah. Well, you're trying to. All I'm going to say is you're trying to cover more ground than possibly the person with the fastest hip motion on the planet. So what? What's that? 75 and 45. 45, 60, 70, 90. Uh, 90. Is, is it one 120 maybe ish? You're yeah. trying to move. You're trying to move faster. In the same amount of time. And Rory, I think, without having the numbers in front of me, is 35-ish to 45-ish. So that's 80. Right. So you're trying to rotate roughly 40 degrees more yeah. than him, who plays golf for a living, is extremely gifted with mobility. I mean, he's been good since he was like four years since old. he came out of the womb. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, not a, yeah. so, and you know, and you sit at a desk all day, and the math doesn't add up. You're not going to be. Let's say you have his ability to rotate, which the people we see don't. But let's say you did, and you're 75 shut. That means you're going to be five open at impact. It means even you're 80 degrees. Even if you were gifted with, even if the good Lord came down and gave you Roy McIlroy speed, yes, you would not be good at golf because you're making this backswing that makes it impossible to get yourself in a good position at impact. You might get worse. You just hit it farther in the woods. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Probably get hurt. You'd be in the front yard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Front yard. So there's, you know, there's a reason why when you look at good players in mass, right? There's a reason why, you know, you, you see a little bit of fringe difference on the outliers, but why so many of them congregate into that kind of 40 to 45 degree range. Because again, the ball's on the ground. There's got to be tilt to the hips. You can't give all that up and then magically try to find that again as you're trying to set a world record for hip rotation in the downswing. Yeah, and one of the things I think, you know, sometimes you can you can hear words or, or say something to someone that really kind of unlocks the combination in their head to fi- really figure something out. And the one thing that helped me a lot was that the hips tilt, the shoulders turn. 
to me, that kind of embodies like, okay, I'm not really, if you tell someone to turn the hips, it almost is not a great word for it. No, that's a great point. Um, in fact, we've pretty much come to, to telling golfers, don't think about turning the hips at all. Turn the shoulders. Yeah. Your hips are going to respond to what they need right. based on your physical ability. Um, because the, the other side of that coin is golfers who are, are trying to fire the hips in the downswing, fire them in the backswing. No recentering. They get, they get the shoulder turn way out in front of the, I mean, the, excuse me, the hips turning faster than the shoulders at the start. So then the hips have got to stop and stall as the shoulders are finishing their swing. No one really stalls the hips that for that long. So the hips fire so early that you get just a hot mess of a sequence, club movements and all that coming out of the top. And this is why we, we try to figure out the sequence of movement and the timing. And, and once you can kind of do that, it's amazing. Or like the tilts and the turns. Thought right. process. It's amazing how well the club swings on plane with better thought processes of all that. Instead of trying to place it on plane, if you figure out, okay, I got to have a little shift with my pelvis. I'm trying to turn the upper body, not twist my hips. Well, you might have had an inside takeaway and all of a sudden it goes right up to plane instead of you trying to fish for that backswing. See it all the time. If you have a good dynamic move, which is what all this is a part of, and a good sequence, right? meaning your, your, your turns and tilts are matched up well and they're having at the right time, and any idea of where the club face is pointing, you're going to have a really good golf swing without thinking about putting the club on plane, shallowing the club, releasing the club, uh, all that. You're going to get so much of that for free. But again, those are th three big things that have to be in place. Yeah, trying to do it in reverse, like set this place in the club in a spot, a lot of times it really will fall apart That's on tough. you. Or trying, you know, and this all stems from this myth here with this maxing out the backswing turn, all stems from max out rotation in the downswing. Yeah. Oh, this is a rebound effect, like you know, a rubber band. We had a tour player flat out tell us, he said, getting open in golf swing is one of the most overrated things he's ever heard of. <laughs> this is a multiple winner on tour. He said, like, it's, it's ruining golf swings. Yeah, telling people just to crank as far as they can open. Yep. Because it comes at the expense of the tilts and the lateral motion, which you got to have a blend, right? You, you need to be blending the lateral, the tilting motion, and the rotation. That's what creates a good golf swing. Just telling somebody to crank the hips open, usually they back the hips up and they get worse. I'm getting a smile on my face because I, I, after I said that, I know what the comment will be. Well, AMG teaches an arm swing. They don't want body rotation. <laughs> no, you better get the arms, <laughs> club, and body working right. I don't know if anybody showed more people increasing their body turn than we have because we actually measure it, but you can't have a rotational swing or have an arm swing. It's, it makes no sense. It's you, you don't get to choose one or the other. Both have to be there. And if you're trying to go all rotation, like what we're talking about in this episode, you'll be terrible. Your arms are going to suffer. If you're trying to go all arms and no rotation, you're going to suffer from it. Like it takes both. And usually there's a deficiency in the last five years. We see a big deficiency in how the arms work because so many golfers have been bought into, been sold that it's, it's just all rotation. rotation does. It gives you more distance. It gives you straighter ball flight. It gives you everything in the golf swing is rotation. Leave the arms up and just turn, and it's 100% not the case. Possibly one of the worst ideas in golf history. Yeah, because, again, 
golfers start doing it. We see the golfers who are actually doing it. And they come in very We're sad. leaving the arms up and turning, and it's a hot mess. We're getting a lot more golfers saying, if you can't fix me, I am done with golf. Yeah, and that's a sad state. Yeah. That's a sad that's state. true. But, yeah, they've tried every which way to do it without being measured and know actually what. I said, oh, well, how much were you rotated before you started doing all this? I don't know. Well, how much are you rotated now? Whoever was telling you to do this didn't measure you? No, he was just looking at like, well, that you know, that's a big problem. Because what you're rotating, what you're starting with, and how that's occurring should dictate the fix, not just add more fuel on the fire. So it's a it's a it's a hot mess. All right, so Mythbuster, <laughs> we're having up. fun with these. About to go another fifteen on that. Yeah. All right, so don't try to max turn. Turn your shoulders. Let your lower body respond to that. That way, you'll stay in your tilts. Give you a much better sequence much better chance to get the club in position on the downswing. Does that cover it? I think that covers it. Yeah. So if you guys are enjoying these, please go to um, iTunes, leave us a five star and a written review. If you can take the time because that helps more golfers find the podcast. We're trying to help as many golfers as we can.